Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to The Favorites. I'm Chad Millman of the Action Network. This is the podcast with Jeff Schwartz. Eight years in the NFL as an offensive lineman and Paul LaDuca. Ten years in the majors. Four-time all-star catcher. Boys, what's going on? Oh, another, another weekend. College football, a bunch of upsets and home dogs. Love it yesterday. A lot of home dogs. Paulie, you're also in the middle of your favorite time of year, MLB playoffs. Dodgers, boy. Do you feel like – do you relate to the Dodgers at this time of year? Do you feel like a Dodger? <laughs> yeah, you sort of do. Um, playoff at-bats are different than 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 uh, regular season at-bats. They're just so magnified. Every pitch. I wish they would just take down that strike own thing i mean it just every umpire gets exposed and they start realizing that the umpiring in major league baseball is just awful so yeah you like to go on your twitter rants about uh major league baseball umpiring and angel hernandez there was a foul ball that hit a guy six umpires on the field 12 sets of eyes and they had to go to review. I mean, it's getting obnoxious. They go to review for everything. You know why, Chad? Yeah, I know They're why. They're all 180 years old. They've all been umpiring when I was a rookie. You have to have some turnover. You saw Tyreek Hill. He swallows like one of those like gems like on Sonic the Hedgehog, and he runs so much faster than everybody else. These 70-year-old men can't keep up with people like these people anymore. Can't be officiated the same way. Any NFL sport, any sport in general, like, it's getting ridiculous. Now you got to have Joe West behind home plate. Oof, that's going to be fun. I will listen. We can get to baseball if you want. You can include it in your parlay. We have to get to our parlay episode. As everybody knows, this is the Monday episode of the Favorites Podcast. We do this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Mondays. Me and Jeff and Paul come up with a 19 parlay. We put $60 down. We are going to win $20,000. No surprise, we're about a month and a half into the season. We haven't actually won yet. And this weekend um, was not pretty because, let me see here. I chose the Chiefs and the Patriots under, lost it. 
I chose the Redskins minus two, won it. Chose the Titans plus two and a half, lost. Bengals, uh, Jeff had the Bengals minus two and a half, lost. The Raiders plus three, lost. You did have Oregon plus three and a half. And you had, a nice, you had a nice Saturday rooting for your alma mater and seeing them upset Washington. That was pretty exciting. Paulie had the Patriots minus three. He pushed. You had USC minus seven. You won that, buddy. You were all over that from the very beginning. Bills plus eight and a half. I think you won that one, too. Yeah, the Houston Texans scored 20 points on a, a, a muff punt, a block punt, and a pick six. I, they, I don't know how they are winning games. They had a pick six to win the game with like 90 seconds left off of Nathan Peterman. It was the most Nathan oh. P- They should just re- they, they should rename pick sixes Nathan Peterman's. <laughs> I mean, what about passes is he throwing, Shorty? And he's got set seven uh, or eight picks? I mean, What's he the has- ratio? He also gave a really bad – I'll find it right now. He also gave a really bad, like, kind of post-game about his performance. And it was – yeah, it was – so he has he has completed – he has attempted 79 passes and thrown nine interceptions. That is insane. His, inter- that... his interception rate for his career is 11%. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, it's like, why is he – I, I couldn't believe after the game – like, after he walked off the field after that pick six, people were, like, patting him on the ass and saying, go get him and you're okay. I wouldn't be like, you're okay. I'd be like, dude, what is your problem? You are the worst quarterback we've ever seen, ever. I mean, it's embarrassing. You know every time he's on the field, something bad is going to happen. How is he still it's on the, the team? Part. It's so bad. I had a sweat. I had a sweat. I had him plus eight and a half, then plus ten. Had to sweat the plus ten. You're winning the game thirteen. You're winning the game thirteen to to ten, right? right? Yeah, he, yeah. He throws a pick six. Okay. He threw another pick. Yeah. At the end of that game. Yeah, I'm like Houston potentially could have ran back. Could have run it back. Yeah, that's you know? insane. So he made you sweat twice. Yeah. All right, Jeffrey, you get to go up first. Make your first parlay entry in the path to twenty thousand dollars and riches for all of us. We're going to go out. We go out for like a big, we go to like one of those Brazilian steakhouses. Get one of those. Uh, oh, 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 I love those. I, I, I get the do. meat sweat. I have to pace myself now because I get the meat sweat when I, when I do, when I do those places. Like it's, it's, uh, I just, the last time I went to one of them, I believe, I had to, I had to go home and sit in front of a fan. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've had, to, I've had to learn how to pace myself in those places. I have many stories of being a Brazilian steakhouse. It's, it's, some of them are not acceptable for the podcast. So I will take uh, my, my first pick here, uh, Jets plus three at home against the Vikings. I, I don't know how you don't go back to, to more home dogs. Um, I think that the, the Vikings have been out. They're playing better, but they still are up and down. Their offensive line is not good at all. They had another strip sack, uh, and, and the Cardinals scored a touchdown on, on Saturday, should be on Sunday, I should say. Uh, they're playing a New York Jets team that won their last two home games and covered by a lot. They've played well at home the last couple weeks. They go back uh, back to home uh, with the Vikings traveling to uh, to New York. Uh, home dog. Yeah, I just think they're. I, I I think we can't pass this up at plus three. I agree. Vikings did not dominate against the Cardinals. They actually let them stay in that game. Um, and so, if we're going to go with the home dogs, let's go with the home dogs. Let's just do it. I like it. I like it. I mean, listen, the home and the bone has been just the way to go so far this year. So it really um, is amazing. It, it's it's been unreal. If you just played that, 
you're I think sixty seven percent. Somebody tweeted it out. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's like uh, like I'm yesterday, Paul. I text Chad. I go, hey, should we play the Cowboys? Because Chad always talks about home dogs. He's like, yeah, just hold your nose and play it. And we both played it. Like it's I don't know what, for whatever reason yeah. this year it feels like it's even more than usual. Where I, I think it's also you just you play more confidently at home. The Vikings on the road again. I don't know. I just I just feel like you're playing. You know what we should do. We should do an auto insert of home dogs into the parlay. Hmm. Well, I have another. I have another one. I'm going to take later, hopefully. So we'll see. Well, we're, I'm just, two right now. I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. Paul, you're up next. Okay, we're going to go straight to college football first. I, I love a game of college football. I think a lot of people don't realize the job that Luke Fickle is doing at the University of Cincinnati. I do. Six and zero. Oh. I realize it. Okay. Okay. They're going in the temple this week, okay? Um, and they're getting three and a half points. And when you look at the surface of this, Temple is a pretty good team. Um, I will give them that. Um, they're 38th in the nation in passing. When you look inside the numbers, I didn't realize it, that Cincinnati is really good. They, they're 7th in the nation against the pass. Um, and then when I looked down, I looked and I saw they're 116th in pass attempts in the nation. They're like on the bottom, almost dead last. But they're 25th in that completion percentage. He does not throw the ball a lot, Fickle. What he does do, he runs the football. They're 11th in the nation in running. And what is Temple? They're 108th against the run. And I'm getting points. And Temple is a run-and-shoot type team. They like to throw the football an awful lot. It's going to be in the mid-40s in Philadelphia. I'm getting three and a half points. For a Cincinnati team, I think that's still not – Getting their due, underappreciated. They finally got into the top 25. I think they're just going to run and grind this game out, and I think they are a great play at plus point. Let me ask you a question, Paul. There's yeah. a 120-something, you know, Division One college football teams. How do you decide which teams or games you're even going to research? Well, I try to do is try to find teams at the bottom of lists of certain rushing attacks, uh, passing attacks. Like, if you look at Temple, Temple's, you know, they're 38th in, in the nation in passing. That's against Navy, against some really bad teams that run the football, control the clock. And you can look at other teams that are in passing. So I try to find efficiencies where they're just really bad. Like, I made the complete mistake of all mistakes last week. I played in San Jose State, loved them. They are dead last against the run per play. Yeah. <laughs> they look at it. And guess who they played last week, Chad? Army. Army. They're playing against a triple option in their dead platform and last against the run. They got blown out. They got blown out of the building. Those are the kind of things you need to try to research or try to catch. And you can maybe catch one or two a week, you know? All right, here's my first pick. Are you guys ready? Yes. Arizona Cardinals. Plus one and a half yep. at home against Denver. Gotta do it. This Denver team's a train wreck. They're not very good. Case Keenum. They are. I think so... everybody's realized that Case Keenum just jumped. Yeah, they are the so lucky. The they are so lucky they covered that game against the uh, against the Rams yesterday. They had no business doing it. It was just one of those classic end of the game drives where like 
here's the dump off over the middle. Here's the dump off over the middle. Here's the quarterback scrambling with a miracle pass because everyone is in disarray. Oh, here's the pass interference at the end zone. Okay, now it's time to score a touchdown. That's That happens like so frequently in the NFL, and that's exactly what happened yesterday. That's why they covered that game. Their defense was great. They finally, you know, uncorked on a quarterback. But, uh, boy, not so good. You said it two weeks ago, Chad. I did. I don't trust Case Keenum. Don't you do said it. it. Don't do it. Can't do yeah, it. He's not. I wouldn't trust him either. I would not trust him either. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. <laughs> oh. One of the most underrated impressionists on Saturday Night Live. It really was amazing, right? He just sort of disappeared. Yeah, what happened to him? I don't know. I feel like he was in line for like a couple of talk shows and I don't know if he pulled, I think he pulled himself out and he sort of just, I don't know, he's, he hasn't been around. We're talking about Dana Carvey, of course, master impersonator, yeah. half of the cast of Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, also, I'm fairly certain he sang the song Chopping Broccoli, Chopping Broccoli. <laughs> Like a lie, yeah. <laughs> he was amazing. We should do a Dana Carvey he really show. Was. Get, I think about it. We should get Dana Carvey to be, be a guest parlay picker. Jeff Schwartz, you're up. <laughs> All right. I don't know how you don't keep riding Chiefs overs. Uh, they play the Bengals this weekend. It's 58 and a half. I know it's a lot of points. Again, but I don't know how we bet, ever bet the under. The Chiefs are back at home now. It's another sign of the football game. It's just less almost about the Chiefs. It is the Chiefs, de- I mean, Chiefs offense. The Chiefs defense is horrific. They are so bad. They're averaging, they're averaging, allowing 5.7 yards of carry heading into the game last night. It continued. They, the Patriots ran all over them. What do the Bengals do? They run the football. They have play action passes. I, I just, I don't see any way this game goes under 58 and a half. It's a ton of points. I know it is, but I don't know how we don't play Chiefs overs until proven otherwise. They, they have one game this year. That was a Broncos game. It uh, almost went over, by the way, at, at the end. Um, they're not playing the Broncos defense. They're not playing at home. Uh, excuse me, on the road. They're back home at Arrowhead. Uh, the Bengals, the Bengals can score. They've scored every game this year. Um, I, I don't see how this doesn't go over again. I, play, I know you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. I, I hate it, but like, what am I going to do? I thought like, I thought 59 was too high for the game last <laughs> night. They scored 83 points. I saw the, you, the Chiefs defense is historically bad. Like, they are historically like, bad. Like they're not even, they're, they're, they're barely even bad. playing. I saw LaDuca went in for the second half over last night. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it. it was just like, yeah, you couldn't like, it's unbelievable. Like I said, like I've, I, okay, legally I've been betting for 25 years, but 35 years I've been betting. Man, I saw Daryl Green run down Tony Dorsett, and I'll never forget when I was a kid, I was like, wow, that is the fastest man I've ever seen. Tyreek Hill makes him look like he's tied to a tree. I have never seen a man that fast in my life. They scored in 2.2 seconds. When he scored and went down the field, <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Like, they are the fastest team. I, I, I think I, they might be faster than that than that Ram team. Like, it's ridiculous. How about it, this stat I, right here for the for the, the Chiefs defense, really quick? They they have a lot. They are allowing, uh, allowing five point four yards to carry. The longest rush that they give up is twenty six yards. So teams are just bludgeoning them to death. Like they're not even giving up long runs. They're just repeatedly running the ball right down their throat. You can never stop it. 
Uh, you know what? I love this pick. I want something to root for. I want to root for points, not against points. I, I just it feels like a it feels like a, a good spot to just keep uh, keep riding keep, it. Keep riding it till we till we see it fall off. Paulie, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Washington Redskins. Yes. Yes. I have to play half against the Dallas Cowboys. I love this pick. (laughs) Yeah, here's the thing. Dallas, it was a perfect storm yesterday. Blake Bortles is a mess. He's going through his four-week breakup that he goes through every year. He breaks up with his girlfriend for four weeks, and then he starts getting back on track. And that defense, I mean, just can't help him. Um, And they're just not good. And I'll lay the point at home. Washington threw their clunker again. We talked about this on Drew Brees' night. Almost gave away the game yesterday. But I think, like, you know, like Jeff said last week, Alex Smith wins regular season games, and they're at home in D.C. And, you know, rivalry game as usual. But the Cowboys on grass, not the same team. And I don't think this is like something like, ooh, the Cowboys won 40-9. to Another knee-jerk reaction. Dude, the Cowboys and the Redskins, really. But the Cowboys are the quintessential 8-8 eight team, which they've been like there for the last 20 years. They play well one week, they lose the next week. And, and so far on the road this year, they scored 8 points, 13 points, and 16 points in three really bad losses. They lost the Panthers, the Seahawks, and the Texans on the road. They go to Washington. Washington actually has a really good defensive line. Uh, they, you know, I watched every snap of that game yesterday. It was a, an odd game. The Panthers play weird games. Panthers didn't play terribly well. The rest of us didn't, didn't play terribly well, but they won the game. I love this play, Paul. Uh, Dallas is not going to be the same team on that. On that, that they had really bad grass in Washington too. Um, I, I just I don't see how Washington doesn't win this game by probably a touchdown at least. Oh my God, you guys have convinced me. I might need to allegedly bet it right. Your attention, please. Chad is making a bet, allegedly. I'm waiting to see. I did this last week where I bet Washington at one and a half, and they they had they had points to start the game. I might wait. I might wait it, this out a little bit. Yeah, what was the what was the deal on that number? Why did it swing so much? All the the public was just entirely on Carolina. They had like seventy eighty percent of the of the action. It just kept moving. The, the wise guys were on Washington early in the week, but the public money came in so big that the line just moved. Okay. Don't you think people will, will bet the Cowboys because after this win we can get a much better number maybe later in the week, like almost like a like a pick 'em? Or not? I can't decide. I don't know. I think I you're right. Alert on the I think you're right. Snap. Yeah. Set an alert. Let's set an alert. I did. I did. While we were talking. I did it. You want to, you have to teach me how to do that. Hey, uh I got a game. It's gonna be a little controversial. Are you ready? Yeah. Wait a second. Did you pick this game when you were playing ping pong yesterday? No, I wait until I wait until after. This, I, I, Jeff, I, when you read when you read his diaries, you'll you'll figure out the ping pong reference. I'm surprised Jeff hasn't read him. He usually likes to consume these things while we're on. I the retweeted it like four thought. hours. I retweeted it before you wrote it, Chad. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you guys ready? Are you ready for a big pick? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Chicago Bears plus three against the New England Patriots. Go. Drop it. Wow. Boom. Done. You love it. I knew you were going to do it. You yeah. knew I was going to do that. You knew it. Yeah. It's I a great it. pick. Yeah, yeah. This is the same. This is the, 
just to hold your nose and play a game. You yep. got to do it. You got everyone's going to be all the money to be on New England. Uh, the Bears had a stinker. You you, you got to play this because look, the, the Bears defense is not going to have back to back bad games. I don't think uh, they're back home now. Uh, New England's going to be flying high after this. Look, New England probably wins this game, but I think it's close. I agree, man. Take take the points here. Probably, I know you love it. Here's the deal. The Bears were an awful way of call, awful call away from putting away the, the Dolphins yesterday. They were going to go up 13. They called a phantom pick play on a out to Tarek Cohen to put him up 13. And then missed field goal, and then chaos broke loose um, because they couldn't tackle the kid from, from Miami on two screens. Brock, they got beat by Brock Osweiler, which I Brock Lobster. But. Oh, Paul, how about God. this? Uh, uh, so to me, I actually like this play because I, I'm with you off the bye week. What were you going to say? Paul, how about this? Brock Osweiler's first start in Denver, he beat the Bears. His first start in Houston, he beat the Bears. His first start with the Dolphins, he beat the Bears. He no the Bears, way. He the whole team. I believe that's what I saw a, a tweet of yesterday, yes. He's the Bear Beater. Osweiler. He's the Bear Beater. But he didn't yeah. beat the Bears. He threw the ball three yards, hey, hey. and Sanders ran the ball hundred and ninety yards. Nobody could tackle that guy. Wins a win. Uh, wins a win. It doesn't matter. It's a win. I think it, I think it was uh, Wilson. Like by the way, all that matters. I think the receiver's name was Wilson. You're thinking of the guy in the Chiefs, Sanders. Yeah. Oh, Jeff. Well, okay. You ready? You ready? I'm so ready. Michigan State plus seven at home against Michigan. How about this? Michigan State right now is. Paul, talk about run defense, right? Number one in the country in in yards allowed against the run. Number one, just about two, just over two yards. Michigan, by the way, look, they play well against Wisconsin on the road so far this year, on the road. They played two road games, lost Notre Dame, and were down 17-0 to Northwestern, came back and won 2017. So I think you get Michigan off a highly emotional win against Wisconsin where where they dominate them, going to play Michigan State. Look, Michigan's defense is legit as they come. They are really good. This is going to be a grinded-out game, which makes me want to take the points even more. Um, and if you remember, I believe they played, was it two years ago in Michigan State, three years ago when they when Michigan State blocked that punt to win that game? That was a fabulous mm-hmm. game, by the way. Um, I just think plus the seven here off that big win, everyone's going to be betting Michigan. Uh, I like this. This is going to be a good game. It really is. He's nail on head. I mean, Harbaugh likes to run the ball, run the ball, and he's the statement type of guys. Their, their the thing about numbers are, are, are skewed a tiny bit, and they're going to try to grind it out. And I, this game has like seventeen fourteen or twenty seventeen written all over it. That's, That's the thing. all you need. It feels like a huge spread for a game in which um, the uh, in which the total is the right be low. for for a for a game that the score is going to be pretty low. Oh, I agree. And, Expected and Paul, to be. You were talking about Michigan's offense. Dude, their offense, while they want to run the football, their offense line is not kind of what it used to be. And Shea Patterson, honestly, has not been the guy that we expect him to be. Like, we expect him to come in this Harbaugh offense to be Andrew Luck. Um, and he's not. And look, he had a long run on Saturday that set up most. He only threw for like 150 yards ish, 160 yards ish. So um, I, think, I think you're right here, Chad, too. Low scoring game. I like the points in this. I gotta tell you, I'm I'm I say this with genuine glee. We added some things to the app and they're just amazing. Like it's so much easier to set an alert 
for my game that I want right now. It's amazing. I love this Action Network app. The product team did an amazing job. Um, I do this. Uh, this is what I do all the time, man. I set, I set the alerts on like Sunday night when I see a matchup I like, and then just hopefully, like I got, I get point totals early in the week. It's awesome and comfortable. I think it's just fantastic. Um, Polly, you're up. Um, okay. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I, I was saying the wrong name. I was looking at the wrong name. Albert Wilson is the guy from Miami. Yeah, that's Miami right. Is, um, yeah. Um, that guy's electric, by the way. Um, okay. My next pick, you were talking about Carolina um, in Philadelphia. and probably going to get the worst of the number here, but I think the Eagles are back to the Eagles. I just can't trust Carolina. Cam seems like he's disinterested constantly. I talked about this last week before um, uh, on the radio. That it looked like Carson Wentz is finally back to the Carson Wentz, moving around a lot better. I thought they had a big win on Thursday night. They got an extra couple days of rest. Against a Carolina team, like you said, you just don't know who's going to show up. And I think Philadelphia is now starting to assert themselves like they did last year. You know, start getting back on a roll. I know Adria is out for the year, um, but I just think that with Wentz behind center and he's stabilized now, seems like the offensive line is keeping him upright. And I think that the Eagles are – you're getting them at the number now for because I think they're going to start climbing and, and starting getting back to where they were. Are they going to be the same team they were last year? No, um, but I think they're going to start ascending. This is one of the games I looked at too, Paul, and I sort of agree with you. I don't think the number is terribly great, which makes me a little hesitant, but I think I think the way you're looking at this game is right. The Eagles have, have played better. Their, their defense is, is really, really good. Um, right now, Wentz is getting better. Look, the Giants, you know, whatever, they, they, they smoke them. They're supposed to win those games. They're supposed to smoke teams uh, that, that you're much better than. And the Panthers, by the way, now have lost the two road games they've played. Uh, they lost by six, and they got lost, I think, by seven to the Falcons. They've, they've won the three home games. They're about what I figured they'd be. They're like a 10-6 and six team. They're just good enough to make the playoffs. They're not good enough to really win a playoff game. They go back on the road now. I don't think Cam is disinterested as someone who's watched him for a long time. I just think that's kind of who he is. He's actually having a, a pretty decent season um, under Norv Turner, but this is just who Cam is. I think it, it's he's too up and down at times to really to really bet on, and that's why I kind of like the Eagles here. I don't know, boys. You hate the number. It's three, I feel better. Three. <laughs> Four is a bad It's crazy, number. like, how you talk about three and a half has burnt me. So many Houston times. last week. Just burnt me. Burnt, burnt me last night. I was the same with you. I had, I, yeah, New England. Oh, I got them at three and then three and a half on some others. It was, it was painful to watch. But, like, you're right. I mean, the number's not right. I'm just – I just think the Eagles are the Eagles again. How about that? All right. <laughs> That's the one I'm going to feel mm-hmm. crappiest about. You can throw the flag. We got the chal- You know, no one's throwing challenge flags since. Have we thrown one at all? Right. all? You know what? I'm throwing a challenge flag. Give me a different game. I'm going to challenge this. I challenge the rolling on the field. Now, do you. I have to give the game, or do you give me a suggestion? No, you have to come up with a different game. Or we can, or we can. Or we not going to like where I'm going to come up with. How do you know? You if, I would like you to come up with like the most obscure college game there is. Give me something to Baltimore, shoot for. Baltimore Ravens, 
over the New Orleans Saints. Wow. Two and a half. That's two and a half right now. Yeah. That's an interesting game. After two clunkers. I think you're the right the side. Drew Brees. It is the right side. Birthday cake right. and pitchers. They're going to hang up that line? How are you're the just, Ravens oh, favorite? Right. Well, but you're choosing the Ravens. You're choosing the Ravens yeah. or the Saints? Who are you choosing? I want to choose the Ravens. Minus two and a half. Okay, you told yeah. me to choose the boldest one. I like it. I like, I like this pick, though. Love this Okay, pick. then then that's going to be my ultimate pick if you want to throw the challenge flag. I love it. I like it so much better than what too. you just chose than the than the Eagles. Give me a short, give me a short home favorite with a defense that is so good. This is where we're going to get like that true contest, right? Best defense versus best offense. What wins, Jeff? You played the I NFL. I love this play. Seventy-seven um, percent of tickets right now. I know it's early in the week, obviously, are on the are on the Saints um, going on the road to Baltimore. You know they play differently. Um, on the road, Paul's right, right? That big, they got that big celebration last Monday night. I know they were off uh, off this week. Um, I like this play, dude. I, I don't, I don't necessarily know if I trust the Ravens uh, week in and week out, but I think with their defense coming off what what they did Tennessee on the road, um, we see this time of year too, where we have these overreactions on on in, in September, and then all of a sudden, kind of like by mid October, now we're getting to week seven. Uh, we kind of see the teams start playing like we thought they would. I think the Ravens are, are kind of heading in that territory right now after, after a you know, bad game against the Browns. Like, okay, we're back now. We had a clunker. Um, I, I like this play a lot. This is a no-brainer to me. Love it. We are going to win. <laughs> you got one more? We are going to win yeah. real money, boys. If I were okay. to get a third of this pot... What would I do with it? So it'd be roughly like seven, seven thousand. Seven grand. What could you do with seven grand right now? What could I do with seven grand? I would just gamble. You just gamble again on something else. <laughs> oh, seven thousand dollar three team parlay. Look at what we've done to you. See, that's the difference between you guys. I'm thinking like, would I put some of it away for college? Would I, you know, get a new hood? Oh, yeah, I'll give it to my, for my the kids kitchen. 529, you're right. Yeah, I give it, you know, give it to the kids 529. <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> Which is almost like gambling. You never know how that's going to work out. Look, who, know, who knows? My kids might not even go to college. Well, that's... Where to be uh, the gambling be, fund? Um... No, I do it. I tell them all the time. Like, look, if you guys are so good at something, and you feel like you can go out into the world and do what you love, and be really happy and make money doing it, like I am not going to make you go to college when you're 18. If you feel like you've got more to learn and there's exciting things you want to do and you haven't figured out who you are yet, great. But like, my kid loves video games. If he like could be a video gamer at 18 and then Ninja? go back to college at 22, I'd be fine with that. Ninja making 500 grand a month playing video yeah. games? My kid was Ninja. Love that. <laughs> I like it. Like, I mean, the problem Cuban. is like, right now the only thing my kids could go pro at is like watching The Office. Oh, that's <laughs> the best show ever. 
Your boy Cuban went to Indiana. He didn't graduate. He's worth eighty billion. Yeah, he's a pretty smart guy. Yeah, it's my turn. I'm a Shark Tank guy. <laughs> Me too. Love that show. Love that show. All right, here we go. We got one more pick to make. So torn. There's so many games. A lot of tough. There's just some t- tough games this week. Tough, tough. I mean, games. tough every week. But... Uh, the Ravens was one that I really liked. Polly took that. Um, there's I one don't... more home dog. I know. You're gonna do it. God, that You're gonna just. Do it? You can't do that. That. Ten points. All right, do it. Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Were... Drop the hammer. Let's do it. San Francisco 49ers plus ten against the Los Angeles Rams. And after they play tonight, you might get like an 11 or 12 somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, it's crazy not to bet a 10-point home underdog, but it's crazy to bet this 10-point home underdog against this team. Rams third string road They're not that bad. bad. Third string road game for the Rams. They make so many mistakes. They were moving the ball constantly. They can move the ball. The Niners? All I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, they, they can. Move the ball. I, I, they I, I made a lot of mistakes against like, the Cardinals last week. They, they, now you guys are just looking for excuses week, to bet this game. Hmm. I don't think they're a bad play tonight. How about that? Now you're crazy. Oh, I'm, right. not playing. I'm not touching that game tonight. You're, no, up, no, no. You're, you're in L.A. You're up too early. Maybe it's like... Residual, yeah, I got yeah. getting beamed in the head or something. And I, talk Aaron Rodgers' right meniscus is somewhere in uh, in Lambo. Seriously, his meniscus. Can't walk. His men- how's that? How's that going to feel when it's thirty degrees out tonight? Huh. It's an interesting perspective. <laughs> Considering, yeah, but everyone's got it. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff has tried to block without a meniscus. I've caught nine innings without a meniscus. It's not fun. Do you know how many stories I've edited without a meniscus? You ever tried? You ever tried sitting at a desk, trying to rearrange content and copy and text without a meniscus? The best part about your story this morning that I retweeted before you even wrote again. That I just yeah. want everybody yeah. to know, listeners, yeah. is that you said that you lost in ping pong, but you clearly were distracted watching the football games, and that was the reason why. Yeah. To your twelve-year-old son. Yeah. Is exactly. no shame in that? No shame. You know what? You know what the thing is. Here's the thing. He's getting really good, and so <laughs> did I ever, Paulie. You would appreciate this. Did I ever tell you the Rod Carew ping pong story? So, my family and I, when we were growing up, we used to go away to like this dude ranch in Arizona, right, for vacation and for winter vacation. Okay. And when we were out there, we met this other family from. Uh, Orange County from Southern California. And so one year, instead of going to the Dude Ranch in Arizona, our family went to visit their family in Southern California and like spend the week with them. And we were going to be there for New Year's. And so we went out, you know, we were going out for New Year's. So it turns out they live like in the Anaheim area. And one of their best friends was Rod Carew. So we ended up spending New Year's when I was like 13 years old with Rod Carew, who was retired by then. He had just retired or something like that. And, um, so we're playing ping pong, right? Like uh, New Year's Eve. And he is destroying me, like killing me. And I'm just looking at him like, how can I not beat this old guy at ping pong? And, 
And then when we're done, I'm like, Dad, I cannot believe I didn't beat Rod Crew in ping pong. He's so old. He goes, Chad, he may have the best hand-eye coordination in the history of the world. <laughs> he could. Yeah, I almost hit 400 one year. Yeah, he could have one eye and one hand and still beat you in ping pong. It's never going to happen for uh, you. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The best ping pong player I think I ever saw, uh, he was a pitching coordinator. So we were at AAA. We would play ping pong for high money in AAA. And Oral Hershiser comes rolling in, and he's pitching coordinator. And I, like, was beating – he was, like, spotting people and was sandbagging people. Spot eight points for money was burying people. Like, it's just amazing the eye-hand coordination of some, uh, some, uh, you know, some athletes. Well, but, I would think like wow. baseball players especially, right? Like no one's going to have better hand-eye coordination than a baseball player. So they should be amazing at ping pong. No, you know, half the time, most of, pitchers weren't allowed to play, but most clubhouses, minor league and big league, they have ping pong, and most managers want you to play it for your eye-hand coordination. I would think so. Are you good at ping pong? Yeah. Um, I used to be, just haven't played in so long, so I don't know anymore. Do you but, think you uh, could beat okay. my 12 year old son? While watching uh, and trying to I'd, get. Man, I'd, build, I'd, build, I'd beat your 12. I never play ping pong, I'd beat your son. How about that? I wow. don't know, distracted. Yeah, but. Still watching, look, trying to build Brian to get a yard, and it'd be tough. Jeff, you're also a professional athlete. Like, I would ex- both of you reach the highest levels of your sport. Like you should be able to beat my son in ping pong. I once played ping pong against. I was in an event, and there was like, like the alternate for the Olympic team was there at the event, and she she um, she didn't make the team. She's like an alternate, and she's I don't know, she's like sixteen or something. And I had her serve. 10 times to me, and I made contact, I think, twice. Just made contact <laughs> twice. <laughs> That's like, I didn't, like, I didn't, I could, like, the, the ball would come right, it would, it was like, it was basically like a knuckleball, Paul. Like, the ball would come at you yeah. the same way every time and then spin a different way every single time she hit it. That's why I always tell people, like, when, when people rag on other people in sports, that's why I never say, oh, I would have made that catch or I would have done anything because different sports, different strokes, different everything. I don't care how good your eye-hand coordination is. It's not going to be as good in another sport. I remember when I went over to Australia, um, I played winter ball. They actually had a winter ball league over there, um, and they would send three uh, Americans from organizations, and then you would play with the local um, Australian guys. So – um, I'm playing baseball, this and that, and we go one day to a cricket um, cage, and I put in all this cricket stuff on. I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be easy. I'll be able to play cricket just like anything else. And I just literally got embarrassed. The ball was bouncing and moving in directions I've never seen before. Like, it just shows you, like, when you're a professional athlete, you should just stay in your lane. Like, and you watch like Nick Young throughout the first pitch, and you watch some of these professional athletes throughout the first pitch. Did you see Connor McGregor throughout the football? Oh, so bad. The Dallas game. I mean, it's like you're not an athlete. You can just fight. Don't tell me the guy's a premier athlete. No, 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 no. He's in premier condition, and he can fight. He's not an athlete. When you cannot throw a football more than four yards. Wow. 
I'm going to call. That was embarrassing. I'm going to call Connor and tell him you said that, and then you can see how I, you do. I, you, you can go ahead do some, and call him. Do some grappling. You can grapple without a meniscus. Hi, right, listen. That's the other part about the Cowboys. The guy lost, and they're scoring forty touchdowns, and they're doing the Connor McGregor walk. That that sums up the Cowboys. A guy lost his fight, yet they're doing his walk when they're winning. That just sums up Jason Garrett, the Cowboys, and Jerry Jones. I am now going to read our parlay picks, uh, and I'm going to do it with uh, a degenerative eye condition. Okay? Because we all play hurt here. We all, we all got to fight through something, right? Jeff's like, literally, there isn't an injury that happens on Sunday where I don't see Jeff tweeting, I had this injury, and this is how it goes. Yes. <laughs> it's unfortunately, it's true. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, we have uh, the New York Jets plus three at home against the Minnesota Vikings. We have the Cincinnati Bearcats plus three and a half. At the Temple Owls, we have the Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half at home against the Denver Broncos. We have the Kansas City Chiefs, Cincinnati Bengals over 58 and a half. We have the Washington Redskins. I love this pick. Minus one and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. We have Chicago Bears. Oh, yeah, baby. Chicago Bears. Buy and low. Plus three against the New England Patriots. We have Michigan State also buying low, plus seven against the Michigan Wolverines. Philadelphia, no, then we went with um, Baltimore Ravens, minus two and a half over the Saints that we have. Here we go. I know you do. I know you do. Then, to wrap it up, San Francisco 49ers, plus 10 versus the Los Angeles Rams. Guys, that last pick is going to cost me... $7,000 $7,000 in my kids' 529 You live in a mansion in, in Greenwich, Connecticut. I think you're okay. I live in a very modest home in West Hartford, Connecticut. Not, not according to Blackjack, and I believe him. He would never, he would never, he would never exaggerate. You're just sophisticated, Chad. You call your living room a lounge. Oh, oh yeah. You for sure have money then. Oh, my God. I, listen to me. <laughs> Listen to me. Uh, I will tell you right now, I never played professional sports. You guys both made more in like a year than it would take me 10 years to make. Both of you. So do not come at me with your like living in mansion. Oh, you got a lounge in your house. I got a small fucking playroom that we put a TV up and has a couch. And my kids decided to call it the lounge. I am just like... I am a my working play, kids, journalist. Okay? How many? I didn't play in the NFL. I didn't play in Major League Baseball. I'm 5'7", 135 pounds. On a good day, I can barely read my computer screen. I will never have the earning potential that you guys have. I'm, I'm like legit like two and a half times bigger than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my, well, my playroom also has TVs in it. My kids and I share the, share the playroom. So there you go. See, same as you. Yeah, we're all the same. We're all the same on the inside, Jeff. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. 
Uh, All right, so listen. Pounds, wait, you say 135 pounds? Here's the thing. We went this whole podcast. I have to say it. Oh, we did. I'm sorry. What? You did mention Sports Center. No, we mention did mention Sports Center. Oh, you did. We did. <laughs> and I was so. Like, here's the thing. Like, I was all in on the Pats. I never wavered on that. I felt really good about the Redskins. The game that I ended up choosing to talk about was the Titans-Ravens and taking the Titans when, like, the first game I felt great about all week was the Chargers-Browns and taking the Chargers. But everyone tried to talk me out of it, and so I was still on the game, but, like, I was feeling less and less confident about it over... I got. I, I was all over the Browns, and I had a lot of people all over the Browns. What made you all over the Chargers there? I just thought they were the better team. I felt like the Browns sort of peak as a, as, as a value play had been reached when they played the Ravens, and I thought they had been getting too much credit um, by being a one-point dog in this game, sort of line moving in the direction. Like, I've watched the Chargers play. They've only lost to the Rams and the Chiefs. Like, they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. Phillip Rivers is having a ridiculous yeah. year. It's a really well-rounded offense, and, like, the Ravens stink as an offense, So, and the Browns have a good defense. So, like, it just, to me, was the right matchup, and yet... You know, no, it's a boat race. It was, it was the right call. I mean, it was a boat race. Yeah. All right, listen, guys, <laughs> I got to wrap it up. So this was the parlay episode of the Favorites Podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, joined by my friends Jeff Schwartz of the Action Network, Paul Laduca of the Action Network. You can get us every Monday. Come back on Wednesday. Listen to me and Bob Scucci break down the lines and the markets and all that good stuff. And then on Friday, me and Blackjack Fletcher make our picks for $1.4 million. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, or wherever you get your shows. Until next time.